Good morning, y'all. New episode of One Could Argue. I'm your host, Kyle. You can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at KVLE. And today we're going to, I'm going to start with what's called the the sandwich effect. If you're not familiar, so the sandwich effect is pretty much um, a way of communicating with people. So pretty much they say, you know, if if there's a problem that you want to address, you should start with something positive. So like the, the positives are the bread and then the not so positive or the not so delightful thing is like the meat. So you start with one positive and then you throw whatever the actual issue is that you're addressing in the middle and then you close out with a positive. So that's something that works well. It's important also that you do it with, you know how some people like try to be positive, but it really don't come off as positive. It's just like, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> it's kind of hard to explain. Um, Not really. It's not really hard to explain. It's just like, they'll say something like nice, but it's real like condescending. So it's like, you know, something negative is coming. So, you know, in, if you decide to give this sandwich um, approach a shot, definitely make sure you come into it with genuine positive energy, even though the issue that you're addressing may not necessarily be something that you're excited about. You have to, again, it's a way of disarming people and making them a little bit more, making it, increasing the possibility that they'll actually take into consideration what it is that you're saying. Because again, if you start off, even if you're saying something positive, if the energy in which you're saying it isn't necessarily positive, people are going to read that and know there's some BS coming. And then, yeah, I mean, you really might have just wasted the whole opportunity and given it a shot. So that's important. But I say that to say that's sort of the approach that I wanted to take in starting this episode. Um, so the sandwich, the way I want to start this sandwich is letting all of y'all know that, you know, we're in the midst of a pandemic. It's it's a once-in-a-lifetime thing. I've done a couple episodes on this at this point. But, you know, there's a lot of things to still be grateful for out here. There's a still a lot of positive things happening. There's still a lot of great new opportunities that are coming, that are available. And, you know, it, it just takes a matter of mindset. So, you know, there's I know there's a lot of just complaining. There's a lot of, you know fear there's a lot of all of these things that can make it seem like things are and like i said things are to an extent kind of this is kind of creepy territory because it hadn't been seen before but when you think about everything that's going on and how you know if you take the precautions that you need to take it's just like yo sometimes you have your give and takes but i think if you're doing what you need to do and you're being careful then i think you'll be able to get through this pandemic without a problem So, yeah, I just wanted to start off with that positive note, because like I said, you know, if you're fortunate enough, you know, people have been losing their family members. People have been not just losing their family members, but losing them and then not being able to give them a proper burial, sometimes not even being able to see them again because they went to the hospital. There's people out here being evicted. Like if you haven't lost someone that you love during this, if you haven't been evicted from your home, if you have a roof over your head, if you haven't missed a meal, if you, you know what I mean? If your internet works, if you have access to Netflix, even if it's just Netflix and you don't have Hulu and HBO Max and all of that, like all of these things are things to be grateful for in a time where the world is seemingly just like shut down. If you can, even though you definitely should be doing it with a mask, if you have the money to be able to go out to a restaurant and eat out, whether you go there and sit down with your mask on um, or you, you know, go for 
take out because you have a car that works. Like this is the time for everyone to hone in on, you know, with the things that you have. There's so much for us to be grateful for. There's so much for us to appreciate, even though this is just the most insane time to be alive. Like, and then even also, I was just having this conversation yesterday, but being able to survive this, like, it's going to be crazy. I'm thinking it's going to be something that, you know, in the moment is just like, yo, I can't wait for it to be over. But I can only, I can, there's so many moments in history that I go to my parents or my grandparents and I talk to them about because it's so fascinating to know that they survived it. There's just something about surviving something, which is, gives you a sense of confidence, gives you, you a sense of just like, pride you know what i'm saying so i think you know that's it's not something i think we can find pride and we can find confidence and we can find gratitude in the fact that we are surviving currently every single day but i also think whenever this is over i think it's going to be something that we can look back on and find pride that we survived it and we're going to find pride and confidence and being able to share with um our future that we did survive it. So that's just something that I wanted to, you know, just bring attention to before I get into the episode. So getting into the episode, one of the things that, you know, plays into, I feel like this whole pandemic and why things are so nuts is one of the gripes that I have with doctors. And of course, I'm not a doctor. I'm literally just someone who observes, someone who pays attention and someone who asks questions. One of the things that's always bothered me is, you know, I would see or hear stories of people who I think the main one is like people who found out they had cancer or it's like some sort of like disease that is like life ending. And one of the things that I started to notice over time is like sometimes people will go like months, like they'll sometimes go months, sometimes they'll go weeks, sometimes possibly go years of dealing with whatever like the symptoms may be of whatever said illness is but for some reason it's not until they go to the doctor and like the doctor tells them well you know we've diagnosed you with cancer or said disease and we're giving you six months to live we're giving you two months to live we're giving you five years to live I've always found it interesting that even though that person may have had like symptoms of that disease or actually had that disease, somehow it wasn't until they went to the doctor and had that spoken over them that they died within that period. You know what I'm saying? Like that's, that's really odd to me. And I know, you know, again, I'm not saying I'm a doctor or anything. I'm not, I don't study all these diseases and, you know, to the the length at which they affect the body and things of that nature. And but from what I do know, a lot of these diseases do change over time. Cancer, for example, is always changing. A lot of people who actually study cancer, it's one of the hardest things to study because cancer is something that's constantly adjusting. So sometimes when you go to start a certain um, do certain research, by the time you get the results back from your research six months later, it doesn't even matter because the the cancer has shifted to a whole entirely different molecular makeup. You know what I'm saying? So this isn't necessarily about that. I'm just speaking to this from the matter of like what you say, what you speak over yourself, what you allow people to speak over you. That's one of the things, like I said, I've never really liked about doctors. The fact that they can come in and just make that announcement over someone else's life. I don't think that should be 
I, I don't know. I think they should either have to sign some paper. I, I don't know. I just don't think that's right. Um, and it's funny because even when you see the people who have those testimonies of saying, yo, I went to the doctor and someone told me that they, um, I didn't accept it. I, I chose not to make that my reality and I continue to fight. And some of them live beyond, well beyond. Some of them just live and die from natural causes much later on in life. Um, some of them, unfortunately, do still um, fall victim to the, the, they succumb to the disease. But I do feel like at the end of the day, it needs to be a little bit more of a positive interaction. And like I said, I'm not a realist to the effect of like, no, like if or as long as you just believe it, it's like, no, I definitely think there's work involved, but I, I've just never agreed with that. And I say all of this to say in regards to this pandemic, it's just been interesting because it's, I feel like this pandemic is starting to become like this overarching, just general illness for everyone. Like it's been proclaimed that, you know, you can die from it. At first we thought, um, African-Americans were immune to it. And then we found out that African-Americans were like the main people who could um, fall victim to it. And then we thought that, you know, older people were most likely to die from it. And then now in recent months, it's it's coming to light that, you know, younger people are a little bit more susceptible to it. And all of these different things are changing and it's becoming something where now so many people are so scared where it's like, Anything that could possibly be happening to them, they're thinking it's COVID. Like, that's actually kind of nuts. Like, I went home the other day and my sister was like, yeah, you know, I woke up and I had a, like, a um, a cough or something like that. And she was terrified. I think she said she couldn't taste for a second um, or something like that. But, you know, it made her think she had COVID. So she went and got tested, which is good. I'm glad she got tested, realized she doesn't have it. But, you know... That's not the first time I've heard that. Like, I've had moments where I, like, woke up and, like, my body felt sort of weird. And it was just like, I was like, oh, my God. Like, do I have COVID-19? Like, it's it's crazy. It's like so many things that are just everyday occurrences. Maybe it's an allergic reaction. Maybe you ate something that doesn't necessarily agree with your system. Maybe you, you know what I mean, um, brushed up against something. Maybe you, I don't know, breathed in some sort of bacteria or whatever. There's so many other reasons why we can be sick. But, you know, with COVID being this the, this overarching illness that's affecting the entire world, and even more so than that, the fact of the end result of that being death, I think that's like a, that adds a whole different dynamic to just the plethora of things that could be affecting anyone at any given moment for any given reason outside of COVID. And it's the same thing I'm saying when it goes back to someone visiting a doctor and being like, you know, you, you have six months to live. It's just like any, I feel like any random person out here, if you have a cough or you get something that aligns with some sort of symptom of COVID, it's like, yo, like, am I going to die for you to, for, for that to be, a subconscious thought in the back of your mind because of what's going on with this is actually really, really, really crazy. And I think, you know, one of the points is that, you know, again, this comes often back to just positive thinking um, and understanding that, you know, you can be affected by anything. Again, I think it's about opening your perspective and understanding like you can 
people were coughing and sneezing and feeling under the weather and all of this well before COVID and all of those things didn't just like go by the wayside and be like, you know what, COVID, we just going to let you, all these sicknesses are going to be your responsibility. You know what I'm saying? Um, and we just going to chill. It's like, no, these are all still things that can affect you. But Again, it's the I think it's the power of this is just an interesting time because now it's not just the negative thinking of yourself, but it's just like the whole world or a, a lot of the world is afraid of this same thing and projecting that same energy over something that anyone could actually have because of the possibility of it, because it is, in fact, a real thing. Like I said, for me, I just think that's kind of scary because, you know, it you see how it can affect people. And, I, and honestly, a part of me feels like, that may be why so many people are unfortunately passing due to this disease because I feel like, you know, the having whatever symptoms that you have and then if you are worried about it, if you're worried about it every single day and then you're constantly being told on news outlets, on Twitter that, you know, your age your the your age group is the people that are most susceptible to dying from this like you hearing that every day and actually facing those symptoms can weigh on you you know what i'm saying like it really can and i feel like that's why um that could be a reason why so many people are unfortunately like i said passing from this disease because your mind is very 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 pivotal in how your body reacts to anything there's times where I just start to get like headaches because I'm overthinking something or it's difficult. And as soon as I literally catch myself in it and stop and decide to focus on something to be grateful for, I do feel better. And again, I'm not limiting it to, again, saying that, you know, none of this is real. None of these are real effects. Like I'm not saying that, but I do. I am saying that again, how we think about these things are extremely important because it can be the determining factor. You know what I'm saying? So I think one of the things you can maybe do to what I would suggest is like if you are during this time experiencing some symptoms that that just so happen to align with the COVID symptoms, don't just go to COVID. Don't don't. You know what I'm saying? It's just like that's why I low key hate Mayo Clinic. Like you can have like a, a, a little rash on your leg and you go online and look up Mayo Clinic. Mayo Clinic will tell you that you have stage eight cancer and that you need to cut your leg off like it's horrible. You know what I'm saying? So I think if you are someone who is experiencing some sort of symptoms, like I said, you may want to check the, the COVID symptoms. That's fine. But make sure you look up other things that could cause this. Broaden your horizons. Um, when it comes to what what the potential reason could be, because you may realize you may say, oh, you know. People with this sort of blood type don't agree with this food or certain people, you know, what I mean, whatever it could be, it could be a plethora of reasons why these things change or these things can affect you. But if you make covid the only reason why and that's the only thing you look at, then one you're I think you're you're buying into everything that comes with that, but you're also limiting just the un- the uniqueness of you as a person to just this one thing being able to affect you. That's not the case. You can be affected by any and everything. There's people allergic to trees, rugs, cotton, satin, different materials, different fruits, vegetables, all kind of stuff. So, again, I think that's just important to, you know, keep in mind as we get through this thing because it's it's really becoming one of those things where COVID is like taking on 
like a persona like it's almost becoming like this person walking around it's almost like 2020 like you hear people talk about 2020 like man like 2020 just doing everything this year like if 2020 is a person walking around it's like no like you know people die anyway for instance like regis and all of these people who died from natural causes like old age like it's like man like 2020 doesn't stop it's like okay we all know that you know people die Anyway, every year that we're on this planet, people are going to die. So I'm not blaming everything on COVID. You know what I'm saying? But those are the type of things that can can make things seem worse than they are. And like I said, I'm not saying things aren't bad, but I'm just saying like, oh, man, like 2020 doesn't stop. Like, what do you mean? You thought you was going to get through the whole entire year and no one was going to die, whether there was a pandemic or not. You thought under the under the current president that we have, we got through a whole year and you thought nothing kind of crazy was gonna happen you know what i'm saying it's just like okay let's make sure we're not giving this thing too much power over our everyday lives than we are you know what i'm saying because like i said those things add up over time and then before you know what it's been like i said we've been in quarantine for what like four or five months now march april may june july five months now can you imagine living in fear and like being afraid that your the your cough is like ultimately going to kill you for five months. I've seen how ten minutes of negative thinking can send me into a downward spiral, have my stomach hurting, my brain being squeezed, like all of this. So you know, I just wanted to put that out there and just encourage you guys to make sure that you are being open, being open. Like I said, tapping into gratitude, tapping into appreciation, tapping into reasons to be thankful, even though we're in this time right now, there's there's still so much to be grateful for. There's still so much to appreciate. And, you know, it's going to take time. But again, I was having this conversation with someone the other day. It's just like things are changing. Things are changing. I don't know why people necessarily call it a new normal. There's no such thing as a new normal because then it wouldn't be normal. It's just new. Like there's new, <laughs> there's a new tide turning. And we're fortunate enough to be here for it. And it's it's going to come with some pros. It's going to come with some cons. But it takes the power of us tapping into our mind to realize it. I think a lot of people, you know, I've been seeing things float around where people would be like, you know, the the world being able to shut down, there's so many opportunities for you to learn new skills and all of this. And it's like, yeah, like there's there are technically no excuses to um being able to do whatever it is that you want to do. I a hundred percent agree with that. But I also think this quarantine has proven or or this quarantine this quarantine has become an opportunity for us to see that the only barrier that we've ever had was our minds. I think it's proven that, you know, that's the that's the thing. So it may not necessarily be like, oh man, you know, I didn't necessarily I didn't learn a new skill during this quarantine when it was the most opportune time or I wasn't able to get in shape or I wasn't whatever. It's like, okay, cool. Like, yes, you still have to do that. Yes, you still want to do that. But before, whereas the world was so busy and you may have thought, well, you know, it's because this is happening or it's because this person did this or it's because of that. Like those reasons can seem very real and those reasons can sometimes be true to an extent. But again, being in a situation like this where everything stops, now you're just like, wow, like it really was 
my mind. Like I have to get my mind together. And that's something that takes time. People spend years just not just getting their mind together, but refining it because you can get your mind together for a while and then you just reach a new place in life. And even that mindset has to change. You know what I'm saying? So again, keeping in mind that life is constantly changing, that you're constantly growing, that you're constantly adjusting, but not to allow any of this news, um, any of these updates, any of this to put you in a place of fear. Because I, I don't, I, I, like I said, I don't necessarily think this thing is close to being over. I think to an extent it may get, quote unquote, worse before it gets better. But I think it'll get worse in a way that doesn't necessarily have to affect you mentally if you keep yourself on par. Which comes down to, again, like I said, just flooding yourself with gratitude. And I think right now this is a great time for people to just literally appreciate the basics. And, you know, that's something that people don't necessarily do. It's just like, and I think it's not even just with with just lifestyle things. Sometimes it's with people. Like sometimes you see people online. Like sometimes you'll see people online and they'll say things like, you know, I'm not, I'm not, um, I'm not celebrating anyone for doing things that they're supposed to do. And then at the same time, they'll turn around and get mad when people don't do the things that they're supposed to do. It's like, we do understand that in this climate, in this world, like no one technically has to do anything. So you should celebrate people for doing the things that quote unquote, they should be doing because not everyone does it. (laughs) That in and of itself is a reason to be thankful for doing things. I thank friends for showing up for me. I think I'm thankful for my computer for working. I'm thankful for my parents for putting a roof over my head when I was younger. Like, even though that's something that they quote unquote had to do, they didn't have to because there were people whose parents did not do that. You know what I'm saying? So, like I said, those are those are the ways that people miss out on gratitude because it's just like I'm not thanking nobody for anything that you're supposed to do. Well, so, okay, cool. Well, when it don't get done, then don't get mad at them either. If you can't thank them for doing what they're supposed to do, don't get mad at them for not doing what they're supposed to do. I think it's as simple as that. But again, you know, I think in this time, it's like, yo, if I have internet, if I have a roof over my head, if I have a, a means of, of transportation where I can get in the car and go somewhere if I absolutely need to, or if I just want to, those three things, if you have a roof over your head, you have internet and you have transportation. Well, internet, roof over your head, transportation, and food. Those three things right now, especially in the midst of this pandemic. I mean, what more could you really ask for? You know what I'm saying? Anything beyond that, if you want to be able to have an extra, if you want to be able to become a millionaire during this or get an extra 15 grand coming in every month, all of that, I'm not saying don't want that. I'm not saying don't find a way to do that for sure. But I'm saying in regards of tapping into gratitude, things that can keep you in a place every day of just like, understanding that things could be way 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 worse even though everything is crazy right now but that you're in a safe place you have a roof over your head you have food in your stomach like the things that our parents would tell us growing up you know what i'm saying like those things still hold a lot of weight those things are still extremely important and the more we tap into that i think this this time will be a lot more bearable period across the board so On that note, I hope you guys enjoyed the episode. I hope that you share it with someone who you feel like might need it. I think it's really important that we tap into this because I know there's there's a lot of people who are sad out here. Like I I get on Twitter and it's like 
60% of my feed is like people who like I'm seeing like they're going through stuff. Like they're just feeling like the weight of this is really starting to affect them. And it it's not it's it's not good to see. Even with me with that, sometimes I have to, you know, peel back my Twitter feed or like mute people and sometimes just check in on them and see. But it's like it's affecting people. So it's important that you tap into that to 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 make it do this thing. So again, on that note, um, you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at KVLE. I would appreciate if you guys take a quick second, um, leave a leave us a five star rating on iTunes and um, share the podcast with someone else that helps us grow, which is great. And I will see you guys on the next episode. Take care.